Wagwan people, Wagwan world, Wagwan everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Eurotalk podcast with me, the man himself, the Pulala Master, and my guy, Dennis Munene, a.k.a. Jagol, Kamakawa, Kamadao, we are here to bring you the Euro podcast second episode. After the group stage, we are now headed to the round of 16 knockouts. Yeah, man, and uh, speaking of the group stages, Jagol, eh? Yes. Uh, I'd really like to know, man, which game, you know, was it, was your highlight for the group stages? My highlight for the group stages was uh, Portugal, Germany. Mm. Uh, Germany walifanyia Portugal ile kitu. Mm. And uh, I think Germany took off the took off their foot took their foot off the off off, off the gas. Mm. Uh, I think it would have been bouncing uh, kwa mingi zaidi. So uh, they took off Gosens and uh, some of the key players. Mm. I think they wanted to rest them, freshen up, get ready for the next stage. So I think that was my my highlight for the group stage. Mm. Okay, and and uh, which team for you really stood out, you know, at the at the group stages? Because for me, I really feel like the Belgians, the the Belgians lived lived up to their billing, you know, they lived up to expectation, they really performed well, man like Romelu Lukaku, bagging in goals left, right and centre, and of course, you know Denmark, huh? yeah. Let, let's not forget Denmark, man, because yeah, yeah. these guys lost their two, their, their first two games, Yeah. they lost their talisman Eriksen to a nasty you know, injury, Yeah. thank God he, he is okay now, you yeah. know, and we hope to see him back on the pitch quick recovery, Eriksen, but despite everything, you know, the, the Danes are into the round of 16 after winning yeah. their last match yeah 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 so for you which other team you know performed well um my team i think uh italy mm. i think italy did quite well and i think they've been so far they've set the bar so high mm. they're strong <coughs> in defense they are little in attack mm. Their midfield is running rings around teams. Yeah. So I think Italy, compared to other teams, yeah. and you've, you've mentioned uh, Belgium, you see like, for instance, the Denmark-Belgium game, yeah. where Belgium started slow, uh. but you could see what the Belgium bench, when they can bring De Bruyne, mm. Eden Hazard, and the like. So they've got a, a really good team. I think it Italy stood for me. Yeah. And I think... Um, how they are pressing man it's like uh how liverpool do it mm. they just don't want to see with the ball and they are so fast going forward their transitions are so quick and then their defense is rock solid so italy stood out for me in the group stages yeah man yeah man and uh apart from the teams that stood out yeah yeah we have teams that really disappointed us yeah yeah mine is turkey man like everyone was <laughs> Like they were the dark horses. Yeah, everyone kept saying they're the dark horses and they, they, they were not even the sheep, bro. Yeah, they weren't, man. Uh, <laughs> lost three games. Mm. They were beaten... They lost they three fought, games heavily. Heavily, yeah. They yeah. were beaten 3-0 three, three mm. by Italy. They were beaten 2-0 by Wales. Beaten 3-1. So, um, I, I don't know what people saw. Personally, I was waiting to see what Taki had to offer. But I don't think I saw anything. Personally... My the most disappointing team for me mm. was Spain. Uh, Spain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you see, once you perform like that, mm. it now um, 
you're now giving the fans something to talk about uh, why did you leave Sergio Ramos why didn't you pick any real madrid player yeah. and all that so uh spain disappointed they drew nil nil with sweden drew 1-1 with poland and they won against uh, slovakia against slovakia so mm. um <coughs> with the quality that the spanish team have mm. and they are so wasteful in front of goal with uh, alvaro, alvaro morata <laughs> so um Anyway, they disappointed. I think I expected the Spanish to do much better and we know how they always play their football. So, we are waiting to see if they'll deliver what matters most in the knockout stages. And funny thing is that, you know, despite uh, despite all the blames being uh, thrown towards Alvaro Morata. Yeah. Coach Enrique really loves this guy and he trusts him so much. I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, Morata himself says that he knows he has not been good, but yeah. Guys have been so much on his case and his family. They've been threatened and all that. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't know. Do you see uh, Coach Enrique, you know, starting Morata in the in the round of sixteen? Yeah, I do see it. Well, uh, first of all, uh, I'd like to say it's always unfortunate when players uh, receive this sort of abuse. Mm. We all know, even in our lines of work, whatever job you do, that you're not perfect every day. Mm. There are lows and highs of the job. I do see you see my my point with these strikers who are always wasteful the best thing with Morata is that he's getting chances yeah 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 that's why he's so wasteful so it would be I I think I don't see Enrique changing Morata yeah. you see since Morata is getting these chances and is not been clinical enough see if he has a good day then Morata might win you the game since he's getting too many chances so I don't see Enrique changing tact in the in the round of 16 maybe uh the change i think enrique might make is uh, put as pilicueta instead of uh lorente the atletico madrid midfielder i didn't find any reason and uh, fielding in two left footed center backs in the in the, at the heart of the defense mm. so irrespective of how good they are you bench one you put a right a right footed uh, center back mm. and uh, play as pilicueta i think is the only right back he has as Pelicueta is experienced he's won Champions League Europa League he's played at the highest level so I'd go with the uh, as Pelicueta as a full back so let's wait and see what Luis Enrique will do but the Spanish have been awful to say the least yeah man anyway three players that stood out for you in the group stages mine number one man like Romelu Lukaku yes. number two Cristiano Ronaldo I, I know with Ronaldo uh, a number of people out there are like ah he only scores penalties but He scores much winning penalties and if not for his penalties yeah. Portugal wouldn't have even made it to the round of 16. Yeah. So we have uh upside Romelu Lukaku, Cristiano Ronaldo and uh Gossens. Ah, Robin Gossens yeah. of Germany. Yeah. And Robin Gossens of Germany. Yeah, quality players. I think for for Ronaldo you see um people feel it's normal mm. because of the the level that Ronaldo has reached but uh good is now the all-time top scorer in the euros mm. and uh is making a mark is the top scorer at the euros uh personally for me three players that have stood out uh first I'll go with the the Italian midfielder Manuel Locatelli uh, Locatelli is dope man. yeah the Sassuolo guy it's it's um he has shown why so many teams across Europe Juventus Arsenal and some other teams in the Premier League are interested in in him. Do you think you guys can afford him, Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, that's, over. That's waiting to be seen. Arsenal <laughs> have just spent uh 
50m 50 million on Ben it's not yet completed yeah, but, but Arsenal are splashing the cash on Benoit so we are waiting to see but uh, uh, with the latest reports it said that Manuel Locatelli will go to his Juve. preference is Juve yeah, yeah. and uh, Allegri also wants it so Locatelli was one yeah. uh, the second person was uh, is Dalmsgard is mm. some young 20 year old Danish kid. Mm. He's really stood out for me. He's direct. Mm. He's taking people on. He has no fear. I like that guy. I think he might be one to watch out for in yeah. the knockout stages. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, I'd go for Kevin De Bruyne. Got oh, injured. The magician. Yeah, the magician had a minor surgery on his eye socket and broken nose mm. and everything and came on he came on when when belgium were losing mm. and he just showed his quality in 45 minutes he was there again uh, the orchestrator for the team so kevin de bruyne stands for me best midfielder in the world right now by a mile mm. so those are my three players who stood out for me in the group stages and uh, and before the euros you know there were talks of uh, golo kante yeah you know uh, stamping you know there were talks of Golo Kante kind of trying to make a name for himself with, with these Euros for to to stake a claim on the on the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. W- w- what do you make of Kante's performance? And uh, and I would also like to highlight, man, Kante, Pogba, those are beasts. But I, I, I want us to talk about Golo Kante. W- w- what have you made um, of his performance so far? Golo Kante, um, he's been, I think. Maybe let's say average mm. in the group stages. He mm. hasn't performed maybe to the level people expect of him. Mm. But he still had uh, stamped his authority on matches. Mm. And when you get to the knockout is now when things really matter and when you want people to win you games when you've scored mm. and they are preventing other teams from attacking, I think that's when you'll see the real N'Golo Kante. I think in that midfield too... Mm. Um, France midfield has been awful. Mm. Uh, I think Pogba always, and uh, it's said that Pogba always plays well when he plays, plays for, for the France. French team, mm. and he's played well. He's been, um, he's been like sort of their playmaker. Uh, but I think we'll see the real N'Golo Kante come the knockout stages. Renato Sanchez. Yeah, Renato is playing well. You remember Renato was uh, the young player of the tournament in the Euros they won in 2016. Yeah. Uh, had a big money move to Bayern Munich for around, 30, uh, around 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The upwards of 35 million. Mm. He didn't live up to expectation. Came was to sent to Swansea. Flopped. Was one of the flops of the season. Mm. Now he's rejuvenated. He's at Lille. And won the league one. He won the league one, and we've seen yeah. him dominate the midfield. So, so let's wait and see. I'm always excited when young players are performing well. Okay. Anyway, as some of you are in Varsha right now, Mwengenem Konai Varsha, Safari Rally, and all that. Yeah, historic. Since, uh, since you are all about football. Yeah, and, true. Uh, round of 16 is here, man. Saturday yeah. games. Yeah, the Saturday games, uh, all the times are East African time. So, pardon to maybe anyone who might not be from around. Uh, today... Saturday, we have Wales and Denmark at 7 p.m. Wait, wait, Wales and Denmark? Yeah. Who are you going for? I think it will be a tight game. It will be tight, eh? But I'll go for Denmark to progress. Yeah, same here. Yeah, Wales and Denmark. Uh, What's your score? Denmark, you know, the the Dens don't don't score lots of goals, so I'll go for a 2-1. 2-1 to Denmark. Denmark. I'll go for 1-1. I go for Denmark to see through in extra time. Extra time. Yeah, and then uh, at... 10 p.m. we have uh, Italy, Italy 
and uh, Austria. Austria. <laughs> so it'll be a tough match. Mm. I remember seeing the the last game of the group stage. Mm. Austria, the Austrian players were so exhausted. Mm. So I hope they've recharged their batteries and they're ready to go because the Italian team mm. will, uh, the Italian team will no doubt give them a match of their lives. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go for Italy to progress. I'll go for a tournament, Italy. Yeah, and then uh, that there are two games, you know, and for me these are the standout games in the round of 16. Yeah, Belgium, Portugal. And uh, we have England and Germany. England, Germany, L- yeah. Let's talk about Belgium and Portugal. Hmm? Yeah. Do you think uh, the, the, the Portuguese still have the mojo, you know, to make it to the quarters? I don't know. Like, there's just something about the Portuguese, man. Yeah, they like, are so lucky. When you think that they're going to go down, <laughs> they just bounce back. Like, their first group game yeah. against Hungary. You know, Hungary were on their next, you know, Hungary played with Portugal, played against Portugal yeah. toe-to-toe. Yeah. Back at the last five minutes, then these guys get a penalty and Ronaldo and also a deflected goal. Yeah. Then they, whatever, they, they won the, the, the match. Three then the second match, they lost to to Germany, right? Yeah. They, they, they lost to Germany 4-1. Four, 4-2, four four two. Four two. Two. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the third, the, the third match, yeah. their, their final group game yeah. against France, yeah. you know, w- w- when we all thought that, ah, Apa Sasa wanna back. Yeah. Ah, man, two penalties and yeah, they are. Like, uh, they made it as the best losers. Germany made it as the second best team due to the number of goals they uh, scored against uh. Portugal. Um, Portugal, uh. they are quite a lucky team. Sana. I think they are doing, uh. probably. You see, when you have a player like Cristiano Ronaldo, uh. um, you always want to play the ball to him. Uh, yeah. I think Portugal, uh. Sai, have the best team uh. I'd say the best team since the time when Figo and Rui Costa were playing. So, I think they, they can take the pressure of Ronaldo a bit. Mm. I think if Portugal are to win that game, and they've had... Uh, you saw Mourinho's comments on uh, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, I said that. Uh, <laughs> Portugal have been playing with 10, with, with men. 10 men. Bruno has been there, but he hasn't been playing. Which is true. Which is, uh, Anyway, there's, there's always that... Um, there's always people have always been saying that uh, Bruno never performs in big games, mm. and uh, maybe Bruno proved it right during the group <laughs> stages. I'm yeah. um, hoping that Bruno has a good game. Mm. I think mm. if Portugal, uh, one player I like in Portugal is Diogo Jota. Portugal have to sort out their midfield. Mm. You never know who they are going to play with, but I think given the past two games mm. where. Uh, like the German game when Moutinho and uh, Renato Sanchez came in, mm. they performed well. And also the French game, they performed well with those two in midfield. Mm. You have the experience of uh, Joao Moutinho. You have the energetic Pepe. Renato Sanchez. So uh, I think they have to sort out. Uh, I'm a big fan of Diogo Jota. Mm. The spaces he finds in, <coughs> complete player, plays it simple. Mm. So... Um, Anyway, you see, Ronaldo may step up at any time. He yeah, always has a knack of scoring important goals. Mm. But I think my take will be on Belgium. My only worry with Belgium is their defense. But oh, their defense is so shitty, man. Yeah, it's so it's so. And uh, you see, you have uh, somebody like Vatongen. Mm. I feel he's past his sell by date. I, so even Toby is uh, 
Yeah, even Toby right now is not the player. Yeah, Toby I think is because of being benched so much uh. during that season at Spurs. Uh. So, but you see Belgium going forward man from their midfield, Yuri Tielemans, Kevin uh. De Bruyne, Yannick Carrasco, Dries Martens, Romelu Lukaku, Eden Hazard. Uh. So, Thorgan Hazard is playing at wing back, but I think they are dangerous going forward. So, my take is Portugal Portugal are a lucky team. But I think I reckon Belgium will go through. Do you I'm see Nani starting? Eden Hazard. I don't see him starting. I think given is the best use him as a as a substitute as a substitute of the bench super sub. Mm, super sub. Yeah. Although no one likes to be called a super sub. <laughs> yeah. So I think they'll go with a front three of Kevin De Bruyne, mm. Yannick Carrasco, and Man himself, Bolingoli. Uh, man is on fire, man. Man is on fire. Anyway, next game. England versus Germany at Wembley. At Wembley. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it will be tough. And, uh, um, but the... but b- b- before anything, yeah. I, we, should, we should all agree that, you know, Germany has been shit in these Euros. True. They only performed in the... Uh, I think... Um, I, I don't know what's the problem with Germany because mm. I've watched uh, two of their matches. The first one against France. Mm. They were wrecking havoc mm. uh, on the French defense. I think the French defense stood out in that game. Mm. Plus, they scored an unfortunate on goal. On goal, yeah. And they really performed well against Portugal. I don't know what went on with their Hungary. game against Hungary, <laughs> but the Germans have quality. I think they are just lacking that sort of lethal number nine. You see, they are using two second strike, one false nine, mm. and Mula. Mula is no number ten. Mula is no. No number nine. They are lacking him. Muller plays as a second striker. Is is the caliber of people like Griezmann and all that sort. Mm. So I think they are lacking that little forward and plus uh, their defense uh, is not that good. Mm. And I think um, it's because they they are lacking a, a good fullback mm. or a wing back mm. that they are playing Joshua Kimmich there mm. and uh, Kimmich is quite good. So. Um, England have also not performed so well. Yeah, they won some. <laughs> they, they've had uh, two, two one nil wins and a draw. Yeah, yeah and a draw. Uh, but uh, the 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 upside of their results is they've not considered. They've not considered a, a goal. But they are yet to find a team that uh, where you're playing on the back foot. Mm. So um, for that game, I think the game will be won. The duels. Between uh, Kimmich and Luke Shaw, it, it remains to be seen if Southgate will change his formation. He may yet change his formation to match the the German formation. Uh. Uh, but uh, the midfield, if Tony Cruz and Ilkay Gundogan, uh. or for that case, maybe they may go with uh, Leon Goretzka. If they play well, uh. then Germany win that game. But I, my thinking is that England may just edge it through. I don't think they'll win it in the 90 minutes. Mm. I think it will be won in extra time or penalties. I reckon that England may just go through. And uh, and uh, speaking of England, there yeah. have been a number of issues uh, in their camp. Yeah. You know, the, the corona things. Yes. Man like Mason Mount, Ben Chilwell, all having to isolate. Yeah. Then before the Germany game, you, you know the FA organized uh, some private performance for the English team. Yeah. They had... A, had uh, Ed Sharin. Yeah. Ed Sharin performed for, for the squad. Yeah. And then there, there are also issues around uh, Jadon Sancho. Yeah. He's not tested. He's not played any minute in the, in the Euro so far, man. He he did. Sancho. He, he got some minutes as a substitute in the, the last game. But 
was just a cameo. Mm. Uh, I don't think you could have even uh, it's should it's, he start should he start the the German game? Uh, I don't think he should. Mm. But uh, you see um with England mm. and as I said in the first podcast it's you you even don't know who they they line up with. <laughs> I think uh the the last team mm. that they played against the Czech Republic yeah. is a fair reflection of how they'll Saka Grealish. I don't think uh, Saka may stay on the bench. Mm. You see Phil Foden I had was being rested. But given the performance of Bukayo Saka, mm. I think he's knocking on the fa- on uh, on Southgate's door. Mm. Uh, Mason Mount was also missing mm. due to isolation. Isolation. Mm. Uh, he had a case contact with Billy Gilamo on the COVID thing, mm. so Mason Mount will automatically come back mm. to the lineup. So it remains to be seen because it's a uh, he's in a conundrum. Southgate, mm. do you start Grealish? If you do, who do you bench? Meaning, if you start Grealish, mm. you bench Mason Mount mm. or you bench Sterling. You can't bench Sterling. Yeah, He's yeah. the only person who's who been... scored. Yeah, who has mm. scored? Mm. England have scored two goals. two goals. Both have been scored by Sterling. Yeah. So, and uh, if you hear from most people and pundits alike, they are mm. saying that Grealish has to start. They are also saying that Bukayo Saka has to start. <laughs> so, Southgate, uh, Southgate, it's a headache for Southgate. Let's see what how he line up. Okay. But uh one one person who will definitely be there is Harry Maguire. He was in the last game so Harry I reckon he'll start and probably Jordan Henderson and Hurricane of course. <laughs> ha- Hurricane of course. Though he has been so poor mm. at the Euros. Okay. Yeah. So as you wind up uh, just uh, tell our listeners you know the other games that they should expect in the round of 16. Yeah. So uh on Sunday we have uh, Netherlands they are playing against the the Czech Republic and we also have um the Netherlands are playing against uh, Czech Republic at uh, 7 p.m. East African time at 10 p.m. we have Belgium and Portugal mm. one of the standard games of the round of 16 mm. then uh, on Monday we have uh, the Czech Republic no not the Czech Republic Croatia mm. will be playing Spain mm. at 7 p.m. Then at 10 p.m. we have France against Switzerland and then on Tuesday the last games will have another standout game of the round of 16 will have England take on Germany at Wembley at 7 p.m. and then the last game between uh, two teams that won't be spoken about much will have Sweden and Ukraine. But Sweden Sweden I think they they they've been the surprise package. So yeah, they've been the surprise package. They are playing really well. Anyway, guys Remember you can stream this podcast on www.sportsplake.co.ke and find us across all digital streaming platforms that Spotify, Boomplay, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, you know, just search for Sportsplake KE or the Euro Talk podcast to check out this podcast. And yeah. uh, until next time when we record our third our third episode, keep safe, sanitize, put on your mask, maintain social distance. Yeah and uh, also remember to follow us across all our social media platforms at sportsplug ke on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Remember to catch out is the transfer season, it's the Euro seasons. We'll have all your stories for you. My name is Jagol Dennis Munene. See you later. Yo, bye bye.